Optimal circadian health helps people struggling with fatigue, rainfall, crashes, and other nagging symptoms finally reclaim their energy and health without relying on endless supplements, lab testing, and restrictive diets. I'm Dylan Peckis, MD, and this podcast answers one question. How can you reclaim your energy levels and health even if you feel you've tried everything? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe and review our podcast. Hey everyone, it is Dylan Peckis with Optimal Circadian Health, and today we are going to have a little chat about why you keep having that brain fog, right? You know, the, the fuzziness, very hard to concentrate, you forget which word to say, that thing of where you're just kind of feeling like your head is in space and you just have like no idea what's going on. Things are slowing down. Words are coming at you from either a screen, a page, or someone speaking to you and it just nothing sticks. Brain fog. This is something that is pretty common. One of the most common things that people will talk about when we're speaking about their fatigue. So I thought it was really super important to cover this in terms of why you may still be having brain fog, why you have always had brain fog for 10 years, and how that relates to what's really going on at a lot of these deeper physiological levels. And this is super important because this is really a beautiful example of how you're able to take one one symptom and then trace that throughout your entire body and being able to understand, okay, where are these problems really? What does that mean for everything? And so you're gonna learn a ton when you're you're going over that. The other thing we wanna be covering is those conventional solutions, which if they worked so well, you would not be here, I would not be making this video. So we have to be able to elevate the level of understanding so you can elevate your actions in terms of how to overcome brain fog, which is you know what we'll be getting into in terms of being able to really see what those key components are of being able to bring in that mental clarity back. So if you're someone who has brain fog, and it's just something that hits you every single day, whether that's at the end of a workday, midway through, or you're someone who needs coffee, green tea, some form of caffeine, maybe some other stimulant, maybe some nootropics or some other supplements, or maybe you've tried all all these different diets and whatnot, but you still have problems thinking and having too much brain fog. So we're gonna dive into that. But of course, before we do that, medical disclaimer time so i'm not your doctor this is not medical advice pause read it all right we're past that now on to a little bit of being able to understand what is really going on in terms of when we're talking about brain fog it's a little bit more than just feeling feeling fuzzy in your head dive into that And so one of the big things that we want to build around here is that no matter what the cause of brain fog is, it all leads to the same problems downstream. It's a very important component here because it's being able to see this at a different level of understanding. And when we do, we're able to then extrapolate, which is a wonderful word and really see what the major things going on are. So we're gonna go to the handy dandy whiteboard here for this. And essentially, with brain fog, and one of the key components of being able to truly shift your health is to now elevate your understanding to not just, oh, brain fog, so I take the the pill for brain fog. No, being able to fundamentally biophysically, cellularly, understand what's going on underneath. So you have neurons, you have quite a few of these little neurons here. I'll just draw your neurons, and they kind of look like this. You know, they're kind of like that, just draw them like that. Okay, and so you have, 
I believe one, perhaps two, perhaps three, four, five billion of these. And there's a few key components, the same problems that this all funnels down into. It's going to be energy deficient and then also not efficient. Now this is an incredibly important concept, these two things. Because what they mean, you're not making enough energy and then you're not using it properly. But these are two different core components, hence why I'm waving my hands around like a madman. With the first one, essentially, you could have the most well-oiled machine, but you're not getting enough juice into it. And this is gonna be strictly based in terms of in those neurons, you're gonna have mitochondria and other cellular pathways that then allow energy to be made. The second piece of this is using that energy efficiently. Because think about when you're like freaking out and you're just running around, you're thinking a thousand thoughts per minute. It's a lot of energy, but it's a huge waste of energy. It's very inefficient. So you need to be able to address these issues in neurons representing as brain fog. Because if you just pump up the energy, you just dump a bunch of coffee into the system and then the neurons are gonna, yeah, they're gonna have more energy, but they're going to be using them inefficiently. And that's gonna be a huge, huge issue. So what does that actually look like in terms of when we're talking about how these neurons are should be functioning? So if we kind of get into all up in your neuron here, Okay, you're gonna have a lot of these. These are your mitochondria. I'll just put mito. You know, the powerhouse of the cell. I think I say that once per episode or 10 times. These are designed to produce ATP and a lot of fun things. But the other cool thing is that there's also a lot of electricity within these mitochondria. You know, the movement of electrons, Electrons are not positively charged, electrons which are negatively charged, and protons which are positively charged. When you have a separation of charge, this is going to be a battery. What do batteries make? They allow things to work. They allow your remote to work, your car to work, whatever else has a battery, because it has a separation of charge, and then it's able to allow, use that to actually produce energy. And then there's also gonna be more movement of electrons through these neurons, and then that's gonna be another current, you know, the movement of electrons, electricity, just like you have in the walls of your house and those wires. Same exact thing inside of your neurons. When your neurons are having brain fog, you are not gonna have any juice going through that system. You're not gonna have the battery, to make that charge and you're not gonna have things moving through the neurons. That's why it's just like, you literally cannot think. You're stuttering, you're forgetful because those neurons are not having the energy that they need. The other piece to this, like I said, the efficiency of how the neurons work because you wanna be able to have kind of like a, you know, a neuron, network here all right and essentially when you don't have energy in a system that's really bad from a really quick biophysical perspective when you don't have enough energy you're not going to be able to organize things all right example your room when you don't have enough energy there it's going to be a mess you're not organizing it same thing inside of your brain here with all these neurons because it's not this simple array just the straight line there's going to be like a hundred of these connections actually just to one little node here and so everything needs to be clean neat and orderly and when it's not guess what happens it doesn't matter how much energy you have these sort of networks are not going to be working efficiently and also, you're not going to be making enough neurotransmitters, right? 
like dopamine, norepinephrine. I'll put epi as well, epinephrine, serotonin. Hopefully that's still on the screen for you guys. You're not going to be making these neurotransmitters. What are neurotransmitters at the end of the day? They are used to communicate efficiently and be able to have this network of neurons working well. But here's the thing. It's not as simple as just dumping in like 5-HTP or like taking Adderall or all these things that can boost these neurotransmitters level levels. Yes, they will go up, but they're not being used in the proper fashion because your body way smarter than you or I, and it needs a proper amount at the right time to be able to really get things going. It needs to have just a little, a little boost of dopamine, like a little quantized dose of dopamine. And when that's too high, like say with Adderall or any of those similar medications, you're going to have a lot of inefficiency in the system. And that is why so many people, it's very hard to get off those things or you're on it. And then when you're, you know, you forget it one day or when it wears off, everything comes crashing down again because you're not able to have that neuronal or neuron cellular communication set up. Everything's inefficient. And then it's just going to waste energy and waste energy. And the thing is why so many people stay stuck with brain fog for so long is that they're inefficient and also low in energy. So when you're wasting energy, but you barely have any to begin with, there is only one way that goes. Brain fog city. That's basically what will happen. The other big piece of this, because we're just in the neurons here, now we want to think about, okay, let's kind of branch out to the, the rest of the body here. And the main gateway for that is going to be the blood-brain barrier. Triple B. I'll call it triple B. How's that? And so the triple B here, BBB, is essentially, it needs to be opening and closing at the right time. Now, it's not just this one gate, like, uh, what is that from? Not Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones, right? There's a door. Hold the door. I've actually never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. And if that makes you want to just stop watching, go ahead. But do let me know in the comments. So essentially between all the cells in your blood-brain barrier, which there are thousands, thousands, thousands of those, there's these little junctions. And they open and they close. Open and they close. And that's how stuff goes through. But the thing is, they don't open a whole lot. They're kind of like really like tiny holes and pores. And a lot of things actually need transport mechanisms to get through the blood brain barrier. And with that, when you're brain foggy, it's also an issue at the blood brain barrier because you need certain things to get inside like serotonin, because a lot of serotonin is made in your gut, goes in your blood, and then it should go into your brain. But a lot of times it does not because the transporters for serotonin and then the you know the little gate that they would connect with, like a helicopter pad, if you will, it's not set up at the right time. So the timing is off. And when the timing is off, then you're not getting that much serotonin. Now you're having mood issues on top of your brain fog. Now you're having sleep issues on top of your brain fog. Remember when I said we're gonna take a symptom and just kind of blow it up and see how that represents the entire system? Well, here it is. Not only that, this is when also certain toxins, toxins can't get out of your brain, right? There's a natural amount of metabolites. If you've watched the episodes, you know how I feel about detox. But there is a, a general cleansing of your brain that happens and kind of flushing out the crap from the day before. If your blood brain barrier is not working well, that's not going to happen either. And now not only are your low energy and your poorly efficient neurons, they're not doing well. Now we have a bunch of inflammation to be dealing with because all that's going to accumulate in there. And then other things sort of stack on top of this, whether we're talking about lactate transporters, which would be a fuel transport to your brain. This is why a lot of times people will have, you know, 
brain fog, and if they eat something, they're fine. But then there's a class of people who it doesn't matter what they eat because fuel is not being able to get into the brain through the triple B here. And then again, you're having an issue with being able to have enough energy for everything. And then the other big component here, because again, the basic unit are the neurons, then it's communication with the rest of the body, blood brain barrier, bringing the right stuff in for, you know, say serotonin, or maybe some fuel, lactate, and also glucose is another. But essentially, the other big thing is that your body is not producing, or I guess your brain rather, is not producing the correct neurohormones, neuropeptides, neurotransmitters, otherwise known as neuro stuff. We'll just call it that because I don't want to have to say those three things time and time again. And so what goes on here in your brain is that you're thinking about just how much you look forward to each and every single episode. But the other thing that's going on in here is you have many different places in your brain, but we'll just highlight a few that produce all the neuro stuff. So what that looks like, what does that look like? So one thing you have the hypothalamus, this is going to produce a lot of good neuropeptides. And there's a lot of names of these like POM C is one and from here, you get endorphins. You also got some ACTH. This makes cortisol this one. And that's just one example. There's also going to be dopamine that comes out of these two brain structures. Dopamine as well is going to come out of there. And you also get a little bit of local cortisol. Fun fact, your brain also makes cortisol. I hope that's on the screen there. Oh, that is just way off. Well, can't win them all, folks. So with that, let's just move that on over. Oh. Let's just forget about it. There we go. And so essentially, these are all designed to do a lot of certain things. Dopamine is going to turn certain neural networks on. This allows you to think. This allows you to remember. This allows you to be active and energetic. If it's not working, this is why brain fog and fatigue, physical fatigue, in other words, mental fatigue and physical fatigue are often just two peas in a really crappy pod. The other component here is ACTH and cortisol. When those aren't being produced in sufficient quantities in your brain, then those neurons aren't going to turn on as well because cortisol, it, it gets a bad rap as the, the stress hormone, but stress is good. Stress is fantastic because if no one has stress in their life, you would just like zero stress you would just do nothing. You would eat bonbons on a hammock all day. You would, let's be honest, you would. Same thing would go on physiologically of where the neurons are not gonna turn on and then that's gonna be an issue of where, again, they're not able to get to that level of where they're able to support all of that stuff going on. That is normal neurochemistry here. The other final piece of this is that when you're not producing the right amount of neurohormones, neuropeptides, there's a lot of them um, in the neurotransmitters as well. Again, it comes back to not being efficient, not communicating well with each other. The other big thing is that the nervous system is going to be in overdrive here. Think of the following, because it's just like when your car starts to break down. Well, it's not really. It's more like, it's just like when your house, the power goes out and say you have a generator. What's gonna happen? What are you gonna do? When the power goes out, then you turn the generator on. Simple, easy peasy. But here's the thing. A generator is highly inefficient. A generator will actually put too much energy into the circuits of your house and can also cause some short circuits. So if you use one, make sure you have a, you know, a surge protector. But in terms of your body, when you're relying on the sympathetic nervous system, that backup generator, you are going to deplete neurotransmitters even more. 
you're going to cause these neurons, which are already under functioning, to then go into overdrive. This is the equivalent of you being really, really sore and then deciding to like work out like again the very next day. And that's kind of more of the normal person analogy, more so for people with fatigue and crashes or post-exertional malaise. This is like you doing something on Monday, paying for it on Tuesday, and somehow high heck or high water, maybe you had an injection of like some crazy thing that made you just go like that movie. Uh, I think it's called, I forget that movie with Jason Statham. It's irrelevant, but what's relevant is that you have something that's already worn out and then you actually push it again. You push it again to act. And that's why brain fog and fatigue is such a, a really dangerous, sticky place to be. Because when you're not able to find a good solution, what are you gonna do? You're gonna get stuck, but you don't feel stuck. It's like being trapped in prison, but you don't know you're there. Why? Because you'll push yourself and you'll push yourself and then you'll kind of come back down. And you're at the slower level and you push yourself. You you try to work, you just extend your hours. You just, you have kids, you need to freaking be with them. So you just push yourself to be there because you have to, you have to get to work. And you get caught up in this cycle of where your sympathetic nervous system will get you to that functional state, but it's eventually gonna break down. Just like when you have a generator on your house, you're gonna run out of fuel on that backup or you're gonna fry a circuit. Which is why you need the surge protectors. Luckily, you can put surge protectors in your house. Unfortunately, there is not a biological equivalent whatsoever. And so with that, when you're having the sympathetic nervous system in overdrive, yes, it gets you through, but it is something that is potentiating this hamster wheel. This hamster wheel of the same day, the same miserable Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then crashing on the weekend because the sympathetic nervous system comes off now and then just being stuck in that hamster wheel. And like that is, that's like purgatory where you're definitely not in heaven and you're not sure if you're in hell, but it's not a place you want to be of just being stuck in this phase and this way of just like barely being able to go about the world. So those are the, the main things in terms of when we're discussing what these core components of brain fog are. And the beautiful thing about this, we could take brain fog and then just talk about physical fatigue because instead of neurons, now it's more muscle cells or mitochondria elsewhere. And then instead of neurons not working efficiently, it'd be more organ systems. And then there's other things not working together and then the hormones as well. So it really is a beautiful, beautiful model in being able to understand what's going on here. Now, with that, the other thing we want to really dive into now is being able to really get into the uh, the truths here. So let's kind of bust up some myths here, especially here. And so the the big thing is that conventional solutions are going to cover up the real issues while just making everything worse. It is literally like using duct tape or a band-aid to clog a dam. It's not gonna work. It may work a little bit. It may look kind of cool. It may look kind of silly. But at the end of the day, it's just really being a crutch. You're never gonna get to a natural level of function. Instead, you're gonna go the opposite way. You're gonna go further and further down because these things are not good for you. And I don't say that in a weird scare tactic way, but boo. Okay, hopefully you weren't too frightened or repulsed by that joke. Regardless, one of the things that is really, really important to know is people will always say, oh, you need to replete your nutritional deficiencies. And this may or may not be something that helps. Because think about it. Your neurons, your mitochondria, they're just like mitochondria anywhere else. They need certain things, B, vitamin, B vitamins, magnesium, all this cool stuff. But guess what? 
why are those being depleted in the first place? Has anyone thought to add, like, and don't give me, there's no magnesium in the soil anymore. Don't give me that. Because your cells should be able to hold on to the magnesium that you should be able to get. They shouldn't just pass through it immediately. B vitamins, unless you're someone who's eating nothing but lettuce and kale, you should have enough of that. So where's it going? So specifically, what's happening is that as your neurons are in this stage of where they're just kind of like crashing, going up and down, and also the sympathetic nervous system is going to be in overdrive, guess what you're going to do more of? Those neurons are going to be glucose or sugar burners. And for the one person who's going to raise their hand and say, but Dylan, neurons, your, your brain's preferred fuel source is uh, sugar. I invite you to go back to 1930 when that was true. So, and with your time machine, also let me know when you're done using it because I want to be able to play some lotto tickets with that. Now, because at the end of the day, your neurons prefer lactate, fatty acids, and also ketones. In that order, almost. It's really lactate, ketones, and fatty acids. Glucose is very, very low on the scale. It's like not even there. But when you're not able to use lactate, ketones, or other fatty acids, guess what's left? Glucose. Guess what glucose is going to then use up? B vitamins and magnesium. And so it's not... I mean, you will temporarily fix your neurons with those things. But it's not really a sustainable strategy. And it's also something of where the more you ingest certain things, guess what? Your body is not going to transport those things as much. It's going to be like, hold on, Nelly, we've already had enough of that. Go back on the other side of the door, the blood-brain barrier. Get out. And, and that's why a lot of those things, you'll get a quick bump, like from uh, some of those energy drinks that have it, but even supplementing it. Short term, yeah, you'll get a bump. Long term, you'll end up back in the slump. And that's why even just like, I, I know a lot of times that people will say like, oh, you, maybe you need zinc or all these other nutritional deficiencies. We're not answering the question of why are they there in the first place? And it's because of those breakdowns in the energetic production and also the ability to have the use of that energy to be as efficient as possible which is gonna be with all those different factors, blood-brain barrier, all the neuro stuff that we mentioned, and also your sympathetic nervous system going into hyperdrive. So that's why that's something that's gonna cover up the Band-Aid and then the underlying problems get worse and worse and don't get anywhere anytime fast. The other big thing here is that, yes, you may try you know, the nutritional hacks or whatever, and then you get into the space of where now you're doing some nootropics, which a broad umbrella term of being something that improves how you performance, how you perform cognitively. Perhaps I should take one. No, don't do it. Why is that? We're back to this idea of the generator here. Well, not so much the generator. It's more of being in a place of where you have something that's not working well, your legs are shot, because you squat it, and then the next day, I'm gonna do some more squats today. That's only gonna make things worse. And specifically, these substances, like when it's uh, caffeine, phenol, or the, the whole racetam family of things, even some of these mushrooms, or even adaptogens here, they're gonna prop the system up in a way, and then it's a reason it was shut down, but now we're pumping more energy into it. And just like if you were to work out multiple days in a row, it is going to cause the system to go further and further and down in function. And then you either are dependent on these things. And then eventually your body has a tachyphylaxis reaction, which is a way of saying it, those things don't work anymore because your body's used to it. Or you get to a point of where you reach, reach this edge and this, the mitochondria just completely fall off. That will happen. And trust me, I've been that guy with all the powders and the caffeine and the coffees and the, 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 the all of it. 
And that's where that leads. And people don't see that because it becomes this life of where you are driving this machine that is your body and you don't have time to fully stop and repair it because either that's the priority in life or two, you haven't been able to find the right mechanic. And as you're driving, your front left tire blows out. Okay, well, let's just patch that up with duct tape. Just keep going. Okay, uh, the radio's out. Oh, just unplug it. No, no one likes country music anyway. Okay, now there's this blinking check engine light. Just keep driving. We're there's no we're not gonna figure that out. Oh, there's there's smoke coming out of the engine. Pour some water on it. It'll it'll cool things. You're having this global system failure, but then never really taking the time to figure out what's going on, how it's all connected, and being able to powerfully address it, and instead just kind of giving things a green light, going full steam ahead, and just causing more and more damage to the system. That's why these conventional solutions are gonna keep you conventionally stuck and conventionally frustrated because you have your conventional results. The other big piece of this is nutrition. I know we talked about nutrients, but also fuel source here, because a lot of times people will say, oh, Dylan, I'm smart enough. I know that your brain likes ketones. That's why I eat MCT oil and uh, butter and avocado oil and olive oil and coconut oil. I use coconut oil for everything. You know, I'm hungry, coconut oil. I want to cook, coconut oil. Do my hair, coconut oil. Bad boyfriend, coconut oil. Bad credit, coconut oil. But in all seriousness, the fuel you provide something is irrelevant when the engine is falling apart. Now, before you say, Dylan, what do you mean diets are relevant? I mean, I can eat fast food and feel like crap. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Diet is irrelevant in that, the clarification here, it's only gonna get you so far. And the furthest it gets you is the slowest decline possible. It will not repair these engines, you could have like the best diet, you could be like more Mediterranean diet than like Italy itself, which I'm pretty sure isn't the Mediterranean diet, but you get it of where you're eating all this amazing food and you're just it's natural, it's, it's farm fresh, it's organic, there's no pesticides. You, you had your best friend who's a shaman kiss every leaf or every animal. You get the idea because this fuel that comes in Again, it's just like a fuel in a car. It's not going to be able to repair these things. And again, the nutrients you would get, yes, it'll bring it to a certain higher function, but it's just going to be a heightened use of these nutrients. And even if you give something just pure fat, if it can't burn fat, it's not going to do it. All right. Trying to give someone with brain fog like ketones and MCT oil without fixing the underlying issues and expecting them to just like turn back on. That's like asking your cat to bark repeatedly. It is not going to happen. One, because it's a cat. Two, well, really number one is all we got to say there. So when you're not able to fix these issues, then people get stuck in this whole sort of diet thing. We're like, okay, well, sugar is the devil because like, you know, they're, they're burning sugar. So I need to retrain my neurons to not burn sugar. No, you cannot retrain the fuel your neurons use without fixing those mitochondrial issues. And the other things we talked about, you can't. Same thing if you eat a bunch of fat and ketosis. This is why a lot of people, when they, they kind of swing from things, they go to a low-carb diet, and now they're craving carbs. They go to, uh, again, a low-carb diet. They manage to not go down to the carb road, and now they're having massive cravings, and their body, they're just like, oh, my God, this is even worse. People live like this? this is, I didn't know it. this could get worse. And that's what happens. And it's because there's not this fundamental understanding of how this all works. And in wrapping this part up, remember, again, chasing nutrients, supplements, things of that nature, whether it's a supplement for certain vitamins or other things of that nature or minerals, it'll help a little bit. But again, it's like putting duct tape on a broken eggshell. Why would anyone do that? Same thing for nootropics. They have no in them for a reason. And then also... The dietary, I mean, sugar's not the devil. Fats aren't your savior. It's not something that's going to always be in your favor. 
I know the rhyming here is just such next level. Speaking of the next level, we're gonna take it to what you should be doing instead. What we've all been waiting for here. So go ahead, stretch it out because I mean, don't, did you hear sitting is the new smoking or something along those lines? But the main point here is that, and this is cool, in some theological way, when you address the real effects of brain fog, you also solve the underlying problem. So remember how we just tied everything, like we had this big loop of like neurons, blood brain barrier, and then we can also argue when the blood brain barrier is off, the gut is off. And then also when serotonin is off, guess what? The gut's gonna be off, your liver's gonna be off, kidneys are gonna be off. They're not effectively all synchronized together. That's not cool. So what do we need to do? So it's really being able to walk through all these things. And one of the first things is being able to get those power plants back online inside of your neurons, all right? Those mitochondria, but the thing is, it's not about turning those back on immediately because you can do all the cool mitochondrial hacks, but remember, there's a lot more to energy than just the mitochondria. Yes, it's the powerhouse of the cell, but it's not the whole kit and caboodle. So you need to be able to retrain your neurons from this place of where they can only use sugar to being able to step back up, being able to use fatty acids, use ketones, use lactate, things of that nature. And then that allows them to then be more energetic. And then here's the thing. Once you get from ground zero here, then you wanna build up and up and up and up the stepwise fashion. But the thing is the same thing that got you from a to B is not going to be the same thing that gets you to B to C. It needs to be something that is scaled to what you're doing. And the reason that this is important is that there are so many people who they will see something that like some biohacker or whatever is doing, or even when I talk about some of the things that I do for myself, and then it gets mentioned in the context of clients or on a group question and answer session. And then I'm like, hey guys, you sh none of you should be doing this because what is right for one person here is not right for another person with this level of neuron function, all right? That's just kind of how things are. So you wanna be able to boost that neuron biochemistry in a stepwise fashion. Because if you do too much too soon, like if you just jump right into ketosis, that's gonna have that same issue that we mentioned before. And this is something that takes time, obviously, because your mitochondria, guess what? They have a half-life. They get replaced about every three weeks or 50% of them do. So that's going to take some time. You know, three weeks here, three weeks in, and in nine weeks, that would be one half, 75%. And then, oh, no one can do that math, but I think it's 87.5%, so on and so forth. And once you get to that level, then you're able to, you know, continue to build things up and kind of train it to the next level. And as part of this, and this is something that needs to be happening simultaneously in step is that you want the neuron function to be synchronized. And when I mean stepwise in fashion, I really mean synchronizing everything is way more important. You know, that's why we have the whole optimal circadian health. Can't hide the secret. It's in the name. And that's what allows the stress to be taken off of those mitochondria because they don't have to produce such high amounts of energy anymore. And then they can focus more on making themselves better, being able to boost their own biochemistry, boost their own biophysics, because you're not wasting energy all in the system. And that's being able to make sure your body's producing the right neuro, neuro stuff that we mentioned before, that the blood brain barrier is working, and that's something we'll dive into next, and really making sure that everything is working as it should. And a big part of that is obviously, like I said, the blood brain barrier and the gut. Okay, this is something where I know the gut isn't, it's not the sole reason for your fatigue and brain fog. It is not. If you think of it, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's a big part of it. It's not the sole thing. Because the gut is something that just allows your brain not only to have the right stuff to be energetic, to bring the right neurotransmitters in, but the other thing is that your gut is going to produce all these nice gases. Sometimes they get out a little bit too much and you have a little bit of a toot. But my use of that conjunction at that time was a pun, but that was a high level pun for you. 
So we're talking about gases, methane, hydrosulfide groups, things of those nature, carbon monoxide as well, and CO2, all this fun stuff. These are made in your gut, and they will just go, it'll just diffuse throughout your body. They're very, very potent signaling molecules. Not many people know that. And that free radical signaling gets everything back online in a big way. Free radicals aren't bad. They're pretty good. And when they're coming from your gut like that, it's pretty awesome. So that's one way it does that. The other way is going to be short chain fatty acids, where now those are some rocket fuel for your brain as well. But again, you want to be able to produce those naturally because you're just taking those. It's going to be consumed elsewhere because when you have bad mitochondrial function here, it's bad everywhere else. And that's why a big part of it is once you have that brain gut alignment there, then guess what? Inflammation comes down throughout the body. There's less energy use throughout. More energy for your number one energy hog, your brain. And that's another reason why when I know you're having brain fog, the number one user, the number one demander of energy is not doing so hot. So everyone else, it's kind of like a canary in a coal mine. Everything else is already in that process of falling apart if it hasn't done that already. And, you know, as a big part of this, because the brain got access, being able to really make sure that all the neuro stuff is really optimized and, you know, that's just making sure you produce all the right hormones at the right time. But the, the bigger, more important thing is being able to release this sympathetic nervous system handbrake because this is one thing a lot of people don't do. They have the best diet. They have the best routines. They're doing all the things. They have the, you know, all the stuff. They've done all the stuff, but still living in complete organic fear. Okay, well, that's gonna be a bit of an issue here because again, remember, that is the thing that shifts your metabolism in the wrong way. So if you don't fix that, you're not really fixing a whole lot. You're, I mean, living in, you're eating organic food, but living in organic fear. And this is going to be something that has a tremendous impact on your nervous system, a tremendous impact on your sleep, a tremendous impact on your brain fog. And if you don't remove that, you're never shifting into a space where you allow healing to actually happen. So this is why being able to have practices in place to take your nervous system from nah to something that actually is conducive to healing is so, so flipping critical. Because this is one thing of where, you know, I felt like I had like everything all together. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this routine, you know, but, 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 diet, all that good stuff. But still being in a place of where I was just like constantly miserable about my life. Or just constantly irritable, constantly frustrated, cynical, all that stuff. And you can have all the biochemistry down because you still need that. You still need all the physical things. Don't get me wrong. This is not a think yourself well sort of solution. It never is. And if it is, cool. Awesome. If you can just meditate in a chair and all your issues go away, amazing. For the rest of us, you need to be able to attack it from all these different angles because it, you know, maybe it's the mental, maybe it's the environmental, maybe it's the physical. Either way, it's going to be something that's converging onto these issues that we were talking about here today. And so if you're not able to really grasp that, that's when you're left grasping for straws. That's when you're that person who spent like a decade trying to fix this all out and has some huge missing puzzle pieces and feels like you're just 1% there, but there's so much more available. Or you may be someone who knows what your issue already is and you're just not taking the action because life is just so overwhelming. Because when you're having brain fog, everything is overwhelming and you're just struggling to get through each and every single day, having to work, having to take care of the family, take care of yourself and working like for what? It's almost as life is just this big hamster wheel and all the fun that you thought you were gonna have is non-existent. And that's when life just feels like it is pointless, either in a depressive sense or in a way of where you're just like so caught up in everything all the time and you like have like five seconds a day to catch your breath and like actually live your life. Or you're someone who when you're having brain fog and you're just caught up in everything, all those different areas, maybe you're, you know, you're not having the relationships that you want. 
You're not able to get out there and date. You're not able to be there for your partner. Your partner's taking the stress on your shoulders. Your kids, when they're looking at you and trying to say something to you and you just kind of blank out, what kind of example is that? And it all comes from brain fog and everything attached to it. And when that's going on, that's when you're going to have a struggle of just trying to be in survival, just trying to get by. Your life is never moving in the direction that you want. And that's why when you're able to powerfully shift and overcome these issues, that's when you can have so much more. That's when you can wake up and have mental clarity that sticks with you throughout the day without coffee. You can drink coffee if you want. Once you fix these issues, don't don't jump the gun and start drinking coffee and say, everything's fixed. But if you want to be in this natural state of where you can just know that anything you plan, anything you set your mind on, you can do, you can show up. You're not canceling plans. You're showing up and everyone's like, oh, you're back. And you're able to engage in conversations. And if you're in a career, you're able to work and able to really shrink the hours down. Maybe you're studying for something. You're able to really move up through that. Or if you're just trying to engage in conversation, engage in your hobbies, have more hours in the day where there's more of you and being able to really sink your teeth into something, that's what it's all about. Because I've been in that spot too, where it's just like work and the walk to work and back was just like exhausting. And then just laying in bed outside of that. Well, you know, just basically existing. Where it looked fine on the outside, but just having nothing else in between. Just having a life where it was just work, meaningless work, and feeling like nothing had any purpose. But... When I was able to turn it all around, it's just like when we see clients turn it all around, being able to jump back into life and be in this space of where you can just, I mean, freaking live life again. And so if that's what you want, then here's what we have. In the next few days, we have spots on our calendar for a free session of where we're going to take 45 to 60 minutes and get crystal clear in terms of what's not working with your health, where you want to go. And we're going to really come up with this plan here. Okay. How the heck are you going to get there? What are those next best steps? And this is something that is really a truly amazing session here. And it has been able to really change so many people's lives. Whether you work with us or whether you, you do something else. Because it's all about you at the end of the day. But either way, being able to have this breakthrough session, every single successful client we've had, this has been their first step of where they're able to now be fully present as a parent. They're now able to be at work and be laser focused, go from you know having to go to part-time back up to full-time and being able to truly get everything back on track. And we do this because we know so many people are suffering out there of where you've been led astray. You're caught in the struggle. You're caught in the survival. And a lot of times you keep crawling and crawling and crawling and sometimes people give up. But then there's people who are still working and, and knowing that there is a much better life ahead of them. And that's why we're here reaching our hand out with this free breakthrough call. Of we're going to see exactly what's going wrong, exactly where you want to go, and exactly how to get there. And so make sure you go to OptimalCircadianHealth.com forward slash talk. Book your free breakthrough call. But be warned. Especially because you may talk to me. But... This is not for everyone. This is not for learning more about us. This is not just chatting, see how we're doing. No. This is for people who know that their way is not working. That know that you're not surfing YouTube just because it's fun. You're doing, doing that because you have to. Because you've exhausted your options. But you're still looking, searching, and knowing that change is possible. It may not have been that way in the past, but you're that person who doesn't give a crap because you know that your ability to have that brighter future depends on you. Keep looking and keep acting and keep being that person who's able to show up and be able to say, okay, I'm going to give myself fully to this, go all in and be able to see, okay, let's see what happens. Now, obviously, I'm sorry that strategy in the past has probably brought you into crappy places. But that is also why I do what I do. Because when you're able to bring that skill of coachability 
to a place that actually works. Oh my Lord, that is when you're able to have these massive breakthroughs. But if you're someone who wants to mix and match and things from the past, cause you feel you're right there. It's not for you. It's, it's not, it's just not. Now we're willing to work and see what kind of those issues are. But for the most part, leave that stuff behind because that's going to hold you back and being able to go ahead. All right. And if you are someone who's want to go full steam ahead, then go ahead again, grab that breakthrough call. You're going to pick a time. You're going to, I mean, it's kind of, you just pick a time and then we call you pretty simple. So go ahead, go to that page and I will see your name pop up on the calendar. So thank you so much, everyone for joining me here today and I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning into today's show. A brand new episode is released every week, so make sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard, and if you want to see if you're fit to work with us, then head over to optimalcircadianhealth.com forward slash talk. We'll get on the phone with you for 45 minutes, and we'll get crystal clear on three things. What's really going on with your health, the goals you should be working towards in your healing journey, and the exact strategy to get there. Reclaiming your health does not happen without expert guidance. We've helped clients of all ages all over the world with all sorts of diagnoses who feel they've tried everything for decades and finally get their lives back. So to see if we can help you do the same, then head over to OptimalCircadianHealth.com forward slash talk. I'm Dylan Peckus, and let's talk soon. This podcast is not designed to diagnose or treat any disease and does not equal or replace medical advice. Always consult with your physician and double check the validity of any suggestions on this podcast before changing your behavior. Content presented herein is the opinion of Dylan Peckus unless otherwise noted. This information is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional and is not intended as medical advice. It is intended as a sharing of knowledge and information from the research and experience of Dylan Peckus. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional. Optimal Circadian Health, LLC, is neither responsible nor liable for misinterpretation, misuse, damage, loss, injury, or misunderstanding caused through the content presented. Statements made on this podcast have not yet been evaluated by the FDA. Nothing presented should be understood as a recommendation that you should not consult with a medical or health professional to address your particular concerns. Your viewing, listening, sharing of this content, including implementation of any suggestions set out, does not create a physician-client or other professional relationship between you and the Optimal Circadian Health LLC or any of its professionals.